everybody. This is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Brent Griffiths, and Brent McIntosh joins us. As I always ask, how you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you, Brent? I'm doing great. It could be a little warmer, but, you know, it's called winter for a reason. And I think by now we should all be used to it here in Edmonton. Yes. In particular, we've had, a, I think, an excellent winter. It's been great, but... It's been fantastic. Hardly any snow, and the temperatures until the last week have been really quite warm, don't you think? I think it's been fantastic. Does this affect you guys? You know what? In previous years, I would say yes, there is. And if we if we get um, a long period of cold weather, sales will start to drop off. Ironically, um, this year, I don't think the temperature would have mattered at all. It could have been even colder, and the sales would have been just as hot. So January has already started off um, pretty incredible for the Edmonton real estate market. So here we are. We're in the month of February already. Let's take a look at some of the numbers from the past month, the first month of 2021, and that's the month of January. How's it looking? If, If you're a homeowner in Edmonton, you have to be excited. And if you're a buyer and thinking about buying, especially your first home here in Edmonton, you should be doing that right away. So why I say that is that although we haven't seen a gigantic increase in the median sales price, Bryn, we have seen a pretty good jump um, as single family median sales price is up 3% from a year ago. And more importantly, the biggest thing that we're seeing is that listings are down 17% compared to January of 2020, yet sales are up by 47%. From January of 2020, and and that's I'm, I'm going to say that again. Uh, sales for January of 2021 were up 47 percent compared to January of 2020. This is where I jump in and I say, okay, so what's going on here? Again, it's the, the law of supply and demand, which we've talked about in the past, and obviously the the bigger the supply, the less demand. Prices will drop. Well, we're going through what's seems to be a small seller's market right now as the amount of listings in Edmonton and surrounding areas is way down and that demand is ridiculously high. And in fact, our last three listings this week that we sold all sold for more than list price as they all had multiple offers. We've also been talking about the difference between condos and home sales. Is that still evident? Definitely. It is evident. Now, now, we're not seeing the same sort of demand for condos that we're seeing for the single family market, but it is better. January proved to be quite a bit better than the past six or seven months leading up to the end of 2020. So January of 2021 has already been better for condo markets. Is it anything like the single family or the acreage sales? No, not at all. And that has a lot to do as, as what we keep hearing about everywhere you go, COVID, COVID, COVID. Well, people aren't going to work and they're working at home. So they now need offices at home, larger space because you're spending time with your families and uh, condos tend to be a little bit small by nature. And we're seeing people shy away from the condo market and shy away from living near the core of the city. Uh, I've got friends and family that li- you know used to work downtown and have a 30 minute commute to work. And now they have a 30 second commute to work as they just walk down the hall to their home office and work. So we're seeing a lot more sales of acreages and single family than we have in the past. I've completely taken over and controlling this uh, this segment, but where do you want to start with numbers? 
Well, let's talk about active listings. Um, so in the market in January for Edmonton and surrounding areas, uh, there were, uh, at the end of January, there was 5,254 listings. Now let's compare that to the previous two, two years where there was 6,333 last year and 7,104 in 2019 at the exact same time. So we're almost 2,000 less listings on the market at the end of January compared to January of 2019. Sales, like we said earlier, if we look at the, the whole real estate market um, and the Edmonton Real Estate Board, there were 1,171 sales in January of 2021. Last year, Bryn, 796. Wow. The year 2019, there was 795. Uh, 2018, there was 940, and 2017, there was 837. So when we hit a number like 1,171, you can see this huge demand. And that has a lot to do with, obviously, low interest rates. And what I hear from the Bank of Canada, and it sounds like the U.S. Federal Reserve is saying the same thing, that they have no plans of increasing those interest rates anytime in the next few years. So we're going to enjoy the benefits of these low interest rates for quite a long time. Um, our sales to list ratio in the past few years is usually pretty close to 11 or 12 percent. Um, so if we look at uh, January of last year, our sales to list ratio was 11 percent. So meaning 11 percent of the homes that were on the market sold in January of 2020. The previous four, three years were 10, 13 and 13 this year. January, 18% of the inventory that was on the market actually sold. So pretty incredible number that starts leading us towards a seller's market. The median sales price, not a gigantic increase. It's only up 3% for single family, but that will start rising pretty consistently over the next three to four months. So a median sales price for single family homes in Edmonton is now sitting at 395000 A year ago, that number was 384000 when we look at the median sales price for condos, it's at 195000 And a year ago, that number was 1875 And then when we look at acreages, it's 585 versus 581000 a year ago. Are you finding that people are just kind of inquiring a little more right now than maybe you saw at this time last year where everybody froze right up? Yeah. Well, not just inquiring, actually buying. So... In, what I really like about these conditions that we're seeing in the marketplace is that people are serious. So we don't have people on the market who are just testing the market and coming up with a, you know, a price that if we, if we get X amount of dollars, we'll sell our house. Those people who are going to the trouble to list their houses are serious about selling it. And for the most part, most of the inventory on the market is priced pretty well. Same thing with buyers. You're not going to go look at houses unless you're very serious about buying it. So we don't have any of those tire kickers in the marketplace. Those people who are out looking at houses are typically buying one of the properties they see. And they're not seeing as many homes as they once did. There is cases, of course, where uh, we, we launched a, a listing last Wednesday. Uh, between Wednesday and Thursday, we had 16 showings on that listing, and we looked at six offers on Thursday evening. So unfortunately, there were five disappointed buyers that did not be, were not able to purchase that property. And so now they're still out looking, but they were serious enough to put pen to paper. And by the way, out of those six offers, five of them were over list price. Wow. 
Now, I was going to ask about list price. Is that a mid-range house? Yeah, the list price of that property was $425,000. So uh, just a little bit over the median sales price for okay. Edmonton. Um, that's a... Yeah, and and that that home itself was located in Sherwood Park, and so that is literally the exact meme uh, or medium for prices in Sherwood Park. So, do you think things are going to speed up here as we head into uh, into the spring? Yes, I, I what what I'm suggesting to most of our clients is that those people that were considering selling their house perhaps in May or June should probably do it sooner. That's the best thing about these conditions is is that you'll be able to sell your house a lot quicker. And for example, getting 16 showings in a two-day period, although it sounds inconvenient because you have to be out of your house all day for those days, it's done and over with in 48 hours rather than having to keep your house ready to go for 30 or 60 days when you you never know when your next showing is going to be. So so that's what's really great about these conditions. I think that you're going to see the single-family house price especially start to rise pretty drastically between now and April. Robin Brownlee and myself, we do a sports podcast called The Outsiders. We love doing it. You're our fine sponsor. And you were telling us one of the things that you guys are working on is a promotion for sellers. Do you want to get into that? Yeah. So we're really excited. And and because of these market conditions, we're, we're taking advantage of our coming soon campaign, as we've dubbed it. And what that means more than anything else is that we start marketing our listings anywhere from seven to 14 days in advance of them actually hitting the market so that we can create a demand. And like I've just shown you that you can get 16 showings into a listing in the first couple of days rather than spreading that out over a month. So we start creating lists of people that want to see the property as soon as we hit the market. And in that case, get a bidding war on the property. It also allows us to have everything ready to go when we do hit the market. So we're not scrambling to get pictures and video and floor plans and 360 degree tours of the property. We've already done all of that. And literally, we're just waiting to hit enter to hit uh, MLS. So it's actually taken a lot of stress off of our team as well. That, that we're not trying to do everything in one day, that we can have scheduled photography shoots and video shoots for the property and have time to edit those pictures and that, that video. So again, when we're um, hitting the market, we're off and running and not scrambling to catch up. You guys did a great job last year of readjusting or reinventing the system based on COVID. I'm sensing just a little more upbeat nature from you and I don't know how much has been solved on the COVID front, but it just sounds like there's a little more activity, and that's great news. It really is. And you know what? There's some certainty in the marketplace, I suppose, more than anything else because of the last nine to 10 months of working in these conditions. There isn't this unknown like we had last year. Basically, our market came to a screeching halt halfway through March last year, and April and May were, were really scary months for for everyone in the real estate industry because everybody put everything on hold, buyers, sellers, nothing was really happening because nobody knew what to expect. We're now used to working in these conditions. So what are these conditions um, entail? Well, buyers uh, are only allowed two people per showing plus their real estate agent. We're obviously sanitizing and washing our hands as much as possible. Everybody's wearing face masks and buyers are instructed not to touch anything unless absolutely necessary while in the house. 
uh, sellers are cleaning their houses and making them as sterile as possible and then coming home and doing the same and, and wiping off light switches and countertops and things like that that anybody might have touched while they're at the showing. So we're taking some extra precautions. Yes, it's a little bit more work, but one of the extra things that's come out of this these conditions is that we're getting a lot less showings because we're able to market our properties online so much more. And we're finding that those buyers are actually spending a lot more time on their computers before going and looking at houses. So they are looking at pictures and floor plans and video of those properties prior to visiting them. So for example, um, you know, a, a buyer sh should be pretty specific about what they're looking for. And perhaps somebody doesn't like oak cabinets. God forbid. And um, there, there is an easy way to make sure that none of the houses you see will have old cabinets. So, so they don't have to see any of those properties. And instead of going and seeing 30, 40, 50 homes before buying one, they can literally see anywhere from three to seven homes and make a decision because they've already done a lot of that legwork prior to actually getting in the car and going and look at the properties. You and I are kind of caught up in technology. That's why we're doing a podcast. But one of the things yeah. that I'm I'm so fascinated by is how in into a house you can go just off of the, you know, off of the pictures and everything like that. It's amazing. You don't even really have to do the you can just do it right from home almost, right? Right from your iPhone or, or, or smartphone, obviously, you don't even have to go to a computer. And that's what we're seeing. Um, my website tracks how many people go go to it. And it, it, it actually gives a breakdown of how many people were on a mobile device, how many people were on a tablet, and how many people were on a computer. And the computer is the lowest every single month when we get that uh, stat back. And so, yes, people are sitting on their couches watching TV, scrolling through real estate as something fun to do. And uh, I think last year, we might have, I don't, I don't know if I've ever shared the stat with you, Bryn, but if I did, uh, I'll share it again. Uh, during the pandemic last year, when it first got announced, we saw an increase from, um, our, from February into April. We saw a 325% increase in the amount of views we got on our website. And my YouTube channel that houses all of our videos for our walkthroughs and, and video tours of each of our listings had a 900% increase in the amount of views it got. I don't, I don't know if I should be admitting this or not, but on your website, I took a look at one of your houses and, uh, and I swear that I must, you know, you're right. You can track pretty much everything. Did you notice that I actually sat at the bar table and I spilled some coffee digitally on the rug? I just want to apologize for that right now. Yes, we did notice, and we're sending okay. you the bill. <laughs> yes, no, it, 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 actually, what's, what's really interesting, and some of the stats that we give back to our clients, um, is not only the amount of views that we're getting on their property, on our website or YouTube or Facebook. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are amazing places for us to, to market those properties. We can actually see how long somebody uh, paid attention to their listing, the average time that that user was watching those, that video. So, it, you know, if you're getting less than 30 seconds, they're probably not interested. Yeah. And those people who watch the video all the way to the end, they're probably pretty interested on, of that property. And we get that stat as well. Any other stats before we move on to one thing that's been, uh, th that I've been thinking a lot about? Are you good? Uh, just one more thing. Let's talk about, uh, there was actually two sales right around the 1.7 mark. Wow. And that's obviously extremely high for Edmonton. So a 2,561 square foot infill in Parkview sold for 1.738. 
That's a good sign. And, and why would we talk about the highest sale when, when very few people can afford 1.7 million? Um, if that market is selling, then that's good news for the entire market. Right. Um, when we see a standstill in the market, nothing over a million sells. So that's a good sale price to see something selling at 1.7. Um, we also saw the lowest sale of an, a 600 square foot one bedroom apartment in central McDougal selling for 49,000. There are very few markets in Canada that you can buy real estate for 49,000. So there still is affordable properties here in Edmonton, which makes this such a great city to own real estate in. Uh, you know, try living in Vancouver or Toronto and buying real estate. It's almost impossible. Edmonton has the highest standard of living for any major city in Canada. And our real estate is still very much affordable. You and I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago where we interviewed a whole bunch of agents from across the country. And their median sales price, if it wasn't um, obviously hundreds of thousands more, it was literally double Edmonton's across the country. Even Calgary is a good seventy-five dollars to $85,000 more to buy a house there than it is in Edmonton. So, so again, very affordable. Uh, I have a couple of videos online where I break down the, the difference between buying and renting. And so if, if you have any sort of down payment, it is always better to buy a house in Edmonton. Okay, very quickly, how can people get a hold of you? You can reach out to us directly at 780-464-0075. Any one of our team members is exceptional at their job and will be able to assist with whatever you're looking for. You can check us out on the web at macintoshgroup.ca and find us on pretty much any social media platform. Well, that's it. Thanks for your time today. It's always great to update. I know we talked about haunted houses a few weeks ago, and there's more yes. great stuff on the way. And if anybody, once again, the email address, if anybody's got a show topic they want us to hit on, once again, the email address. You can reach me directly, brent at macintoshgroup.ca. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh, and we'll see you next time.